You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked On Kings. The NBA Draft Lottery is tomorrow. In just over 24 hours, at least from the time of this recording, we will find out where the Sacramento Kings pick will fall. But on today's Locked on Kings podcast, it is our final Locked on NBA mock draft with a draft lottery simulation. So where will the Sacramento Kings fall? What selection will I make for the Kings? You will find out on today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. Hello and welcome to Locked on Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all off season. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Green Room. Download the Green Room app from the iOS store to find one of our Locked On rooms. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports radio host for the last six years. This is season number seven for me, covering the Kings both as an on-air host and multimedia journalist. I'm looking forward to season number eight starting really around the draft time, I guess is when you can technically say season eight is starting. This offseason is bound to be interesting, to say the least, for the Sacramento Kings. We know Monty McNair wants to be aggressive when it comes to using this draft pick, whether it's actually select, uh, selecting a player or using it in a trade. Of course, there's free agency coming up as well. And before we get to the mock draft, I'm not sure if you've been following the NBA playoffs. They've been very interesting, entertaining so far. It's great to see former Sacramento King Bogdan Bogdanovich and the Atlanta Hawks moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. I know that might sting some of you who are still bitter or upset uh, that the Kings got absolutely nothing for Bogdanovich and let him walk to Atlanta where he's been a, a very solid contributor for their playoff run. But in making the Eastern Conference Finals, the Hawks dispatched the Philadelphia 76ers, a team that many had Eastern Conference Finals or even NBA Finals expectations for. And everybody right now is talking about the play of Ben Simmons, how bad Ben Simmons was. Uh, And unfortunately, he had... Not really his head coach. Doc Rivers didn't exactly throw him under the bus, but I'm not sure if you saw or heard Doc's comments after the game. He was asked whether or not Ben Simmons could be a starting point guard on a championship NBA team, and Doc said, I don't know the answer to that question, which some interpreted as, hey, the coach not having the players back. I understand that, but that's not as egregious as Joel Embiid, who I'm a fan of, in a game that he had eight turnovers after the game, being asked about the turning point of the series and he basically threw Ben Simmons under the bus saying it was when Ben Simmons missed a a couple of free throws or a free throw uh, earlier on in the season. Now Ben shot what 30 something percent from the free throw line averaged under 10 points a game so Ben was atrociously bad and there's no one that's going to stand in front of Ben really but I think it's pretty low that Joel Embiid were uh, just so easily uh, threw the guy under the bus and, and dumped on the guy when the entire Philadelphia 76ers fan base and maybe all of NBA Twitter and just NBA media in general has been dunking all over Ben Simmons. But I say all that to say now suddenly Ben Simmons might be available in a trade. And I have seen conversation amongst Kings fans as to whether or not the Kings should be involved in those trades, how much they would have to give up, yada, yada, yada. I bring all that up just to say 
that this is how things change super quickly in the NBA. And this is what Monty McNair talked about when he first joined the Sacramento Kings, was first hired, had his first introductory press conference where he said he wants the Kings to be in a position to where when stuff like this happens, the Kings can be in the mix. So that is what Monty McNair means by being aggressive, but he also likes to make what he called at the trade deadline value plays or value buys. He called the Kings value buyers in going out and adding pieces like DeLon Wright uh, and Terrence Davis. Uh, and Mo Harkless, and those players ended up working out pretty well short-term. So if the Kings can be value buyers and also aggressively involved in trade talks for a guy like Ben Simmons or Pascal Siakam, who we talked a lot about, or DeMontis Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers. That is what he is going to be involved in, and that should be exciting for Sacramento Kings fans. Now, it's one thing to be involved in trade conversations and and trying to be aggressive, and it's another actually pulling moves off and, and accomplishing what you're setting out to accomplish. So those are two very different things, and we'll have to see how Monty McNair handles that this offseason. But I just think it's interesting that how quickly things can change in the NBA. Ben Simmons goes from the untouchable part of the big two, I guess, in Philadelphia, Philadelphia with himself and Embiid. He goes from untouchable a few months ago to now potentially very much available. That's how quickly things can change in the NBA. If you think the Kings should trade for Ben Simmons, if you would like the Kings to make a move for Ben Simmons, let me know at Matt George Radio on Twitter. Email me mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com and let me know what package you're comfortable giving up for Ben. I've seen uh, Marvin Bagley. Buddy Heald and wherever this draft pick is, if it's pick 8 or 9 or 10 or 11, uh, I, I've definitely seen that. It can't be pick 8. I don't know why I said that. Uh, so I, I could see the Kings trying to offer that. I don't know if Philadelphia accepts that. But if you have a trade package in your mind, let me know at Matt George Radio on Twitter. I'd love to hear it and uh, discuss with you whether or not the Kings could actually land Ben Simmons uh, for whatever package you come up with. All right, enough dawdling. Let's get into this mock draft, this final Locked On NBA mock draft before the draft lottery itself. If you listen to Friday's Locked On Kings podcast where I uh, had an interview with a, a couple of guys from the Locked On NBA draft podcast, I spoiled this mock draft for you a little bit, but I still want you to listen to my analysis of the pick that I made, where the Kings ended up, and of course just how the entire lottery shook up. So enjoy the final Locked On NBA mock draft here with the draft lottery looming over the horizon. Ben Beacon with Locked On Wolves here. The Minnesota Timberwolves have defied the odds and cashed in on just a 27.6% chance at keeping their selection, which means it lands in the top three in this year's draft. There's, of course, a 72.4% chance that the pick conveys to the Golden State Warriors, meaning it lands outside the top three as the final piece of the D'Angelo Russell and Andrew Wiggins trade from February of last year. In this case, though, it's not only top three, but it's the 9% chance that came through of the pick being number one overall. There's no suspense here. The Timberwolves would select Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State. He is bar none. Uh, the best prospect in this draft. He's in a tier by himself. Put him in the same category as Carl Anthony Towns a few years ago or more recently Zion Williamson. Um, There's no other prospect that can touch Cade Cunningham in this year's draft. And yes, there's only one ball to go around. Yes, he's ball dominant. So is Anthony Edwards. So is Carl Anthony Towns. So is D'Angelo Russell. Don't overthink this. Uh, The Wolves would figure this out later. Slot him in at the three next to Anthony Edwards. You still start Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, Jaden McDaniels. And Malik Beasley becomes a trade chip. He's only making about $15 He was fantastic last year before He was suspended and had the injury. They likely trade Malik Beasley. And now all of a sudden you've got a starting five where all five guys are under 26. You've got two recent all-stars in D'Lo and Cat. You've got two recent number one overall picks and quite possibly uh, rookie of the years in Anthony Edwards and Cade Cunningham. 
Don't overthink this. Add another fantastic player with an extremely high ceiling, and you've got one of the best starting fives, best young starting fives, I should say, in the league. The only other player that I would consider here would be Evan Mobley. I think if the Wolves land at two, there's a real conversation to be had for adding Mobley out of USC to the roster. But at number one, it's got to be Cade Cunningham. Excited to see what happens next, uh, if if that were to happen, with Cunningham next to Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, Jaden McDaniels, and D'Angelo Russell. Ben Beacon with Lockdown Wolves. Let's head over to pick number two. I am Rylan Stiles, host of the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. And we have another mock draft for you. The Thunder are on the clock at pick number two. And this lottery outcome for Oklahoma City is pretty nice. Getting selections two and five. But right now, we're talking about pick two. And this pick might surprise you. Right now, you're probably thinking, why am I still yammering? We're going to pick Evan Mobley. You'd be wrong. Unlike most on my big board, number two is Jalen Green. And that's where we're going with this selection. Jalen Green from G League Ignite. This is a guy that fits perfectly next to SGA, the perfect running mate to balance out SGA. SGA plays kind of slow and methodical, but in an efficient way. Jalen Green plays 100 miles per hour and at an efficient clip as well. And Jalen Green will lead this league in scoring multiple times throughout his NBA career. And that scoring output is needed in Oklahoma City. So whenever you can add a guy like Jalen Green, who has all the tools and the mental makeup to a guy like SGA, Poku, Lou Dort, Tail Maldon, and Mark Dignott, this is the perfect plan, especially when you get to follow it up at pick number five later on in this draft. So right now, things are perfect. Tune into Lockdown Thunder for a full breakdown and a full player profile of Jalen Green already up right now at Lockdown Thunder. I'm Walker Mail of the Lockdown Hornets podcast, and with the third overall pick in the Lockdown NBA mock draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Evan Mobley, big man out of USC. It's realistically the best case scenario for the Charlotte Hornets come NBA lottery or NBA draft night. They have an 8.5% shot of getting a top four pick in reality and only just over a 1% shot of getting the number one overall pick. And even if they get in the top four, then the Hornets would have to have Evan Mobley maybe even fall to them to three or four, as he is widely considered the second best prospect in this draft class. He'd go number one overall in any draft that did not have Kate Cunningham in it. Evan Mobley is extremely mobile, such a fluid athlete for being seven feet, seven four wingspan. It would provide the rim protector that James Borrego has desperately wanted, but also Evan Mobley has the shot mechanics to be a successful threat from outside. He can put the ball on the deck offensively too, but even defensively, not only is he a rim protector, but he can slide his feet and he's athletic enough to move with even the best guards on the perimeter and stay in front of them. Excellent decision maker defensively, good anticipatory defense, can slide and even recover when he doesn't anticipate a play well enough, he would fix so many problems for the Charlotte Hornets team, and we'd be thrilled to have him here in the Queen City. Tell us what you think. I'm on Twitter at Walker Mail. Nada, my co-host, is on Twitter at Nada the Scribe, and our show handle is on Twitter at Lockdown Hornets. Can't wait to catch you next time in a Lockdown Hornets episode. What's the deal, everybody? Kuka Hill here with the Lockdown Pistons podcast, and with the fourth pick of the Lockdown Network's NBA mock draft, the Detroit Pistons select Jalen Suggs, the 20-year-old 6'4 guard from Gonzaga. With the actual NBA lottery just five days away, if the Pistons ended up at the fourth slot, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Obviously, they probably would like to stay in the top three, but if they ended up with number four, I think they would be decently happy with Jalen Suggs there. I think the argument would be either Kaminga or Suggs there, and I know that Troy Reaver said he likes Book Knight as well, so maybe they would trade back for Book Knight, or maybe even take him right here. Who knows with Troy Reaver? But I think fourth overall, obviously, is not the worst-case scenario. Not the best either, but I think they would be decently happy with Suggs. If you consider the Pistons' last three first-round picks all part of the legit core of Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bey, and Isaiah Stewart, and then also you add in Jeremy Grant, shooting guard is a position that 
if you believe in that, that is the position of need that they should be. If you want to believe in drafting for need, it would be the shooting guard position, which is why I believe a lot of Pistons fans want Jalen Green. But also Suggs would slide in right there next to Killian Hayes as well. So I don't think it would be a bad fit either. So fourth overall pick, Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga. Not the worst thing to happen to the Pistons. It could be a lot worse, and I think we would be okay with that. Today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you're the hiring expert for your company, you really need help making your shortlist of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three, post, screen, and interview, all on Indeed. You get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. It's all about removing wasted time with tools like Indeed Instant Match, giving you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately. And Indeed skill tests that on average reduce hiring time by 27%. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. So if you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked again that's a $75 credit at indeed.com slash locked indeed.com slash locked offer valid through June 30th terms and conditions apply the Oklahoma City Thunder are back on the clock at pick number five that's right they take away Houston's pick they kick Jackson Gatlin out of this mock draft we're back on the clock I'm Ryland Styles here again with the Locked on Thunder podcast and at pick number two we surprised the NBA draft world and took Jalen Green ahead of Evan Mobley and ahead of Jalen Suggs. At pick number five, you guessed it. We're going to take his running mate, his teammate at the G League Ignite. We're going to take Jonathan Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga is one of the most raw prospects in this draft, but he has elite defensive potential. I think that his shot is not scary at all. It's not a red flag at all. I think the, the mechanics are there and the process is there. He's comfortable shooting. He's confident shooting. He just has to get the results to fall. And eventually, with a larger sample size, they will. And so if you can add even an average to above average shooter and uh, Jonathan Kaminga and add that to his game with his elite defense, his elite ability to get to the rim, given his frame, given his size, you've got a heck of a ball player right there. Now it's going to take some time, uh, but the Thunder are no strangers to projects and no strangers to drafting raw talent and drafting unorthodoxly. I mean, there was a lot of questions around drafting Russell Westbrook back in the day, how that work out. So hopefully Jalen Green will have that same fate and Jonathan Kaminga will as well. So picks two and five are in the books and the Thunder get the G League Knight teammates to walk away and add to this young core with SGA, tail mouth on Lou Dort and a treasure trove of draft picks in the future still to come. So the Thunder are locked and loaded and they're going to be back to being a competitive team sooner rather than later. Tune into Locked on Thunder for a full breakdown. Jonathan Kaminga, a full NBA draft profile is already up right now on Locked on Thunder. This is Philip Rossman-Reich, the host of Locked On Magic here with my pick in the third go-round here in the Locked On NBA mock draft. Look, the Orlando Magic landing with the sixth pick would be considered a complete disaster for this team. The Orlando Magic trading Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier at the trade deadline in hopes of landing in the top five and gaining one of the prized prospects in this draft. This is largely considered a five-man draft with five players with clear star potential. The Magic want one of those guys. Obviously, though, it's a lottery. You can't control where you land, and that's the risk that you take. All you can control is the player that you take uh, with the spot that you're handed. And the Magic have a great opportunity still to get a talented player and take the best player available on the board. For me, that is Florida State's Scotty Barnes. Florida State has a great reputation of putting great players in the NBA, players who understand their roles, who defend well, and who, who kind of gain their reputation through the league, whether it's Terrence Mann, whether it's 
uh, Patrick Williams last year, the fourth overall pick, whether it's Jonathan Isaac on the Orlando Magic, these are guys that play the right way and play fundamentally sound. The reason why I go with Scotty Barnes, though, is he provides a unique skill. He may not be a superstar caliber player, but this is a guy who's a six foot eight point guard, which is something that is very, very rare and hard to find. Uh, he can play on the ball, he can make plays, and he can hit a little bit from the outside, although I still think he needs to improve there. With this pick, I think you take the best guy on the board, regardless of positional need, and to me, that is Scotty Barnes. Hey everyone, Evan Damerall here, co-host of Locked On Cavs with the seventh overall pick in the 2021 Locked On NBA Mock Draft. With the seventh pick, and after a bit of a communication breakdown between my co-host Chris Manning and myself, we decided to go once again with Duke's Jalen Johnson. The playmaking intrigue of Johnson is just too much for the Cavs to really pass up because it's one of the biggest needs, other than wing depth, that Johnson covers for the Cavs heading into this offseason. This is an interesting time for the Cavs, and why not swing for the fences and take the player outside of the top five with the highest upside? Hear about this and more on Locked On Cavs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to make the eighth overall pick in this week's Locked On NBA Mock Lottery Draft. And with this pick, the hypothetical Raptors are selecting Texas big man Kai Jones, who is very much a project. He has a lot of interesting tools. He's a guy who has shown some semblance of playmaking on as a big man on the offensive end of the floor. Very bouncy, great role threat, but there's a lot to work on there. He only picked up the game about five years ago at age 15. There's still a lot to be mined there in terms of potential, and this is what the Raptors should be doing with this pick. If they are going to be 7th or 8th in the lottery after lottery night and the results are, are in, they got to be going upside here. They don't fancy themselves a team that's going to be back in the lottery anytime soon. They figure they're going to get back to normal next year, have a real season playing in front of their home fans and all of that stuff. And so this is their opportunity to grab some high-level talent. And it might not work out. Maybe Kai Jones doesn't figure things out. Maybe he remains raw for the rest of time. But he's worth the gamble that he becomes a high-leverage playmaking big. I mean, that is kind of the dream at this point. The Raptors already have Pascal Siakam. We've seen how effective a playmaking big man can be. You add Kai Jones to her front court with Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi going forward, and that's pretty exciting. So the Raptors take Kai Jones here, eighth overall in the lock. Locked on NBA mock lottery draft. While you're waiting in anticipation to find out if the Kings actually stayed at nine this time or if they're going to fall a spot or two again in these mock draft exercises, I hope you're nibbling on a Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Built Bars are protein bars that taste like candy bars. They have nine delicious normal flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavors you have to check out. Those nine delicious flavors are as follows. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. And if you're a Built Bar fan, you have one flavor in particular, maybe two, but usually one flavor in particular that you stand by, you will choose every time, and you will argue for it and defend it to the death. For me, that bar is mint brownie. You can try all nine of these flavors by getting a mixed box. You'll get two of each of those nine flavors. And again, check out BuiltBar.com because when those limited time flavors come out, you're going to want to at least give them a try. And they sell out very, very quickly. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. They're delicious and healthy for you. And you can go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Philip Rossenreich, the host of Locked on Magic, back again 
with another pick. If the Magic aren't going to be in the top five, at least they get two top ten picks. We'll pick ninth here. With the Magic picking sixth and ninth, I'm sure they will do everything they can to move into the top five. Like I, like I said earlier, uh, when I analyzed the sixth pick, the Magic need to get one of these top five picks and get one of these star players. But I still think Orlando can get good players, and I think if they come away with this draft, you know, it won't be an A-plus draft. It won't be the draft that they imagined, but it'll still be a good draft. With the ninth pick, I go with someone that's a little more skill-based, and especially if the Magic don't get that big player, this is a guy that can give you a little bit of a swing with a little bit of a cushion, too. I take Moses Moody from Arkansas. I'm a big fan of Moses Moody. I think that um, I agree with everyone who says that he can be a 3 and D type player, a guy who can hit from the outside, can score a little bit off the dribble and defend. He's got a plus wingspan. And I think at Arkansas, he was sim- you know he was simply cast as a guy that was on the ball a lot. I think that his percentages will go up the more he is off the ball. But the fact that he can play on the ball is really attractive to me, especially with the way this draft shook out. With the Magic not able to get one of those key players at the top of the draft, they get a guy who can create a little bit for himself and create a little bit off the dribble, which is something the Magic desperately, desperately, desperately need. So with the ninth pick, the Orlando Magic take Moses Moody. This is Matt George, host of the Locked On Kings podcast, here to make my selection for the third Locked On NBA mock draft. And once again, the Kings are selecting at number 10, moving down a spot. Can the Kings just stay at nine? Let's not even worry about moving into the top four. How about just just stay at nine for one of these mock drafts, please? Make it happen on the next one. Uh, for this pick, we wanted to get Moses Moody again like we did in the last draft, but the uh, our nemesis is now the Orlando Magic, who are picking in ninth, took him away from us. But we decided to take Franz Wagner out of Michigan. And this pick has some question marks to it. There's upside. There's also a potentially low floor. There's concerns uh, with his shot, concerns on the offensive end. But one of his primary strengths is defense and his defensive versatility, as well as his offensive versatility, mainly a three, can play two in very or tall lineups, but the Kings like to play small, so he has the opportunity to, to guard down uh, at the four spot as well. Franz Wagner uh, does have the potential to grow into a solid shooter. I've seen some comparisons online to him being a Nemanja Bialica type player, who of course a former Sacramento King, and when he had his fit here in Sacramento, Bielitsa. Uh, he was an important piece for this Kings team, seemed to fit in very well. So if Wagner could turn into a better defensive version of Bielitsa, maybe not as good of a shooter, but a better all-around game, that's certainly a win for Sacramento. So with the 10th pick, the Kings are taking Franz Wagner out of Michigan. Hey everyone, Jake Madison here, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast and Locked On NBAs on Wednesday, here to make the selection for the New Orleans Pelicans in our mock draft. And with the 11th selection, the Pelicans take court. Kispert out of Gonzaga, wing player. Pelicans want to, I should say need to, put more shooting on the court next to Zion Williamson next season. And Kispert is the best shooter in the draft at 44% from three last season. He can shoot from spot-up situations or on the move, and he's athletic enough to attack the basket when teams close out on him. He's going to step right into the Pelicans and have a strong understanding of what his role will look like. At Gonzaga, he was never really the first option, and he still managed to score and play his role offensively pretty efficiently. I'm not thrilled, though, about drafting a 22-year-old in the lottery, and his ceiling may not be the highest because he doesn't really create for others, but he's just such a natural fit next to Zion and Brandon Ingram offensively. He's a tough, smart defender, and he's going to help the Pelicans win right away, and right now, that's maybe the most important thing. So, with 11, the Pelicans select Corey Kispert out of Gonzaga. This is Jeff Garcia with Locked On Spurs, here to give you the reason why Locked On Spurs pick Alprin Sagoon the Locked On NBA Mock Draft. 
uh, yeah, it kind of goes with a, it was a no-brainer for me. And the Spurs desperately need help in the big man department. Now, it's not a knock on Yaka Pirtle. He's doing you know bang-up job, you know, one of the better defensive uh, centers. But his limitations on the offensive end really hurt San Antonio, as well as his mobility, lack of athleticism. That's where Sagoon comes in. I, I think he it just it just makes sense for the Spurs to shore up their uh, big man depth. Uh, you know, after Pirtle, it's really Drew Eubanks and an untested, unproven uh, Lucas Amanich. So yeah, the Spurs desperately need help there. Look, he's he's six foot nine. He had a breakout season with the Turkish league last year. He's international, and all the Spurs do love their international prospects. And he's wowing a lot of scouts right now as the NBA draft is inches closer. He's a he, he's quick, he's swift, he's fast, he can finish at the rim, he plays defense, he tears down. The, he, the rim must have done something wrong to him because uh, he every time, at least in international play, he wants to rip the rim off the backboard. I think he's exactly what the Spurs need right now. I think just really just his shot is really just the biggest question mark, but I think that will develop in the NBA stage. That is why the lockdown Spurs selected Alperin Sagoon out of Turkey. With the 13th pick in the draft, the Pacers, on behalf of Locked On Pacers, select Tennessee guard wing Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson, not quite the shooter that NBA teams want on the wing, but he is good at a lot of other stuff. He's really fast. He gets some crazy acceleration and burst. He can handle the ball pretty well, gets to the rim extremely well, as evidenced by his free throw rate. He's a great statistical profile for a prospect, especially one on the wing. Over 40% free throw rate in his loan season at Tennessee. Good steal percentage, good block percentage. He projects well as a team defender, is a good on-ball defender, nice nose-for-the-ball kind of guy. And again, really quick, has that burst. The shooting isn't quite there, but um, really decent finisher as well. So he's got a lot of good skills that are going to translate well to the NBA. And at his size, he can probably end up playing at the two or the three or even the one if his ball handling really translates in the NBA. So good positional versatility, some nice skills. Pacers very happy to get Keon Johnson with the 13th pick in the third Locked on NBA, Locked on Mock Draft. Wes Goldberg here with Locked On Warriors making the selection at number 14. And in previous mock drafts, I've taken Davion Mitchell and Franz Wagner. And I've heard the complaints of the vocal Twitter minority. You don't want those players. And despite Davion Mitchell still being on the board and the best prospect available right now here at number 14, I will change my pick just for the sake of change. And I will take Josh Giddy, the international high-rising prospect du jour, the prospect of the week right now, a 6'8 forward, point forward, who is maybe the best passer in this draft. Next level feel for the game. Things that you like for sure. Can he shoot? Not really. Can he defend? No. But who needs shooting and defense in today's NBA, according to Twitter? All you need is great passing and some height and just some general pizzazz around your game. And look, maybe there's a part of the Warriors contingent that regrets not taking LaMelo Ball at number two in last year's draft. And Josh Giddy, for all of the things about him, uh, has a little bit of LaMelo Ball to his game. Again, not proven the way that LaMelo Ball was overseas, but he's young, he's raw, he's a great passer, can make plays out of the pick and roll, great vision, great height to go along with that vision. And if the Warriors want to add a level of playmaking, they could do that with Josh Giddy. He's raw, yes. But if you're looking for some high upside there, that's that could be a place the Warriors go here at number 14 if Josh Giddy is available. 
So once again, the Kings fall to 10. My luck in these draft lottery simulations for these Locked On NBA mock drafts has not been great. Hopefully their draft lottery luck is significantly better in the lottery itself tomorrow. But that being said, landing Franz Wagner at number 10, I'm pretty happy with. I know a lot of you will be too. I've had a lot of conversations about Wagner uh, with friends of mine, with different draft experts, and with many of you just reaching out wanting to talk about him and potential uh, prospects that the Kings should look to target. Now the question is, is Wagner at 10 too high? Could the Kings have moved back and gotten him later? That will be seen soon. And I still think, which I was not allowed to uh, do in these exercises, I still think it might be in the best interest for the Kings to try and trade this draft pick. But those are the three locked on NBA mock drafts. The first one was Corey Kispert. Second one was Moses Moody. Third one, Franz Wagner. Out of those three, which one is your favorite? Let me know and tell me why. At Matt George Radio on Twitter, email me mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. If there was a player on the board in any of those drafts that I didn't take that you would have liked me to take, I know a lot of you are fans of Josh Giddy. let me know that too. At Matt George Radio on Twitter again, email mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. Also, speaking of the draft lottery tomorrow, the Locked On NBA Network will be doing a live draft lottery reaction show that I will be a part of. So I hope you will check that out. Stay tuned for more information. I'll post to my social media at Metroid Radio on Twitter. Uh, you can find out when I'll be joining, plus all the details of, of how that show is going to happen. And then tomorrow's Locked On Kings podcast is going to be pretty late. I'll be recording it tomorrow evening after the lottery has completely finished. Uh, So we'll know where the Kings will be picking and we'll just talk about our immediate reactions and everything to that. So please join me for that. Until then, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to Locked On Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.